Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Billy Richmond III. You just made the list. Jeffrey Billy Richmond III, after uh, a considerable amount of drama in the preceding 24 hours or so, uh, announced earlier uh, this afternoon, I believe, or maybe late this morning, uh, it was announced via Joe Tipton that he has cut his list down to four schools, uh, and Memphis made the cut, despite uh, what we... uh, what transpired on fa- on a Facebook message pa- or a Facebook it's, fan group page since deleted. Um, well, some of the posts have been deleted, some haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the stuff, the, cri- the, the, the inflammatory ones were deleted. The stuff criticizing Penny Hardaway has been deleted um, by his father. Um, it's unfortunate for him that this is all happening, um, but it appears not it, not enough damage has been done. To where Memphis is not still officially in the race. They are one of the top four uh, in the mix uh, for Billy Richmond III. Um, I would still, I mean, I think you've probably said it best in the when we've talked about this previously, that a lot of the signs are there that this, is, um, this was all, even before what happened on Facebook, this was an uphill battle for, for Memphis, even though it was a hometown kid. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think it was surprising that they made his final four or whatever, mm-hmm. top four. Top four. I mean, the the problem that I've— Does this whole thing—I've like, I, been thinking about this because I wasn't on air yesterday, and, like, I wasn't even—you made me aware that this this had happened. I didn't even, like, know. Um, and I, my thought during the whole thing as I was seeing all the messages and whatever, I was like, does it really matter ultimately any of this? Like, it matters in the sense that, like— he is the you know this prominent local business owner, the father of a recruit Memphis is going after pretty hard, and um, also a former Tiger, like a you know an alum, mm. and um, but like I, I I don't know like is it really going to affect the program long term that this flared up? I don't know. I don't think so. Like the, even if like if they let's say this plays out as Billy Richmond chooses as many. As a lot of people, I think, behind the scenes think, Kentucky is the favorite in this and has been for since probably the moment he moved to Camden, New Jersey. I would guess. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree with your overall point. Does this change? Just like, like ultimately, like, let's say this plays out where he commits to Kentucky. So John Calperi gets a recruiting win over Penny, a notable one, I'll, you know, let's say. And, you know, this you had this flare up where Billy Richmond criticized Penny. Um, on, you know, publicly, let's say, even though it was on a message 
board. It was like a post, a Facebook post. That's these days. That's public, you know. Yep. Like ultimately, um, and like I just don't think we're gonna be really remember this two years from now. No, I think. Well, I mean, maybe we'll remember it, but like, I don't know if like we won't remember it in any sort of like, oh not, man, that was a sign of this or that was this was a. I find you know, it, I find it very difficult to believe that we'll look back historically and go, that was actually an unveiling. I think it's notable that Penny didn't get a local priority that he went after in Curtis Givens, and if he were to miss on Billy Richmond the third, it'd be notable, but like. The way college basketball works now, like, like until if the only way it would be a huge problem is if Penny then goes into the transfer portal after this year and then swings and misses on all the transfer portal guys. Yeah, that's think, the only way this is like, like a disaster ultimately. Any of this. What I've had a difficult time contextualizing or maybe analyzing is, I'm not sure what the value right now of freshman is to Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. It seems like he has, post-Amani, he has swung the other direction in which he wants to get older and stay older. Mikey Williams aside. Correct, but... <laughs> that one's not going to work out, probably. We'll get to that in a second. But, I mean, in fairness, Mikey is a different caliber of recruit than Billy and then Givens. I, I think they're actually probably similarly ranked as, as of this moment in their respective classes. Mikey's fallen that far? Yeah, Mikey's like more like top. Like, Billy Richmond's like a top 30 recruit in that class, I think. Like, he's the highest rated of the three, I think, right now. Wasn't Givens like 60 or 70, somewhere in that yeah, area? Yeah, he's like in the, it depends what service you use. Sure. Yeah, he's like, Givens is a solid four-star. Mikey is like an upper-end four-star now based on the rankings. And, and Billy Richmond is like a four-star, but like, with the right mo- with the right high school season, could be end up as a five star when all said and done. He's he's the highest ranked of the three, I think. Yeah, but I don't know. Like right now, it just does not seem like the emphasis. Oh, I agree. The emphasis on like if you look at the types of freshmen that sir- they've been signing, it's it's more of kind of like well, because the other thing, the other my other reason for saying like does what Billy Richmond wrote on Facebook matters because like some of the stuff I, he wrote, like I I think you can if you want to. Have the opinion that like Penny isn't a great coach, which is sort of what he implied. Like uh, that's that's fine. Um, I think that's you know there are some. I don't think he's alone in thinking that. Um, I don't necessarily agree with it personally, but I don't think Penny's a great coach. But I don't think the implication is that he was a bad. He's a bad coach, and I think he's established that is not the case. He's not a bad college basketball coach. Yeah. Um, and. Um, but, like, he's talking about, you know, like, Penny has cycled through quite a bit of assistant coaches. And I think you can probably fairly extrapolate that to say, you know, Penny's probably not the easiest guy to work for. But, like, you know who else isn't easy to work for? Nick Saban. It's not easy to work for. Like, there's lots of guys who are good at, like, great coaches who are not easy to work for. Yeah, I would say, though, part of Saban's having to – reshuffle his staff as guys going and getting head jobs. Mm-hmm. No, and, and sometimes cycling through, like I remember when I covered Virginia Tech, like that was why ultimately part of why Seth Greenberg got fired is because all these assistants kept leaving because he was difficult to work for. And like they, they used that as justification to fire him uh, at, at Virginia Tech when I was there. Um, and, you know, I think, but I, I don't see it. I mean, 
if Penny was losing assistant coaches and then not like like if he lost Frank Haith and then replaced him with some bum, you know, with someone with no credentials, I'd be a little, you know, then you can go, well, what's going on here? You play I I think he got a better fit for him with Rick Stansberry. Yeah, I'd agree with that. To also, replace Frank Haith, you know? I feel like the the blaming assistants or whatever, yeah. like I that always becomes like something like when how many assistants actually stay at a place like a super long time? There are some, but it's not often. It's usually the assistant that is the right hand guy of and it's the not head quite coach. head coach material. Correct. Yeah. And and then that becomes over time their best bet is just to take over like Bill Guthridge sure. back in the day with UNC, their best bet he is He was just a reluctant to- hero. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I'll take over a team that could win a national okay, championship. Well, fine. If you're going to make me do it. <laughs> um, but And then the NIL stuff, he was like criticizing Memphis fans over NIL, and it's just, you know, I think he's right that Memphis has an uphill battle with NIL, but, like, do you think Penny put this team together he's got out there this year without any NIL money? I mean, he's got some. No, I guess the one question I would have is, is part of the de-emphasis of freshman recruiting that they the money's been, not going to them. Well, no, it's just they've been the price point's so high. I I would guess that probably plays in terms of yeah, how much bang for your buck are you going to get Correct. your first the first year? Correct. Um, yeah, I bet that's part of it. I mean, I'm sure there's I mean, I, dynamics. I literally think it's become a cost benefit analysis. Yeah. No, you, you have a you have a budget. It's like you know you have like, it's like a fantasy football. It's a fantasy football it's an draft, draft, an auction yeah. draft. You've got two hundred dollars to spend, and you spent most of it on know? Justin Jefferson over Jamar Chase because yeah. Jefferson doesn't get hurt, <laughs> and then faking injuries, doing the gritty, and all of a sudden he's got a freaking hamstring. No, you like I, my guess would be like you look at the the Tigers roster this year, like those four transfers, the big the four the big four I'd call them the big four transfers on this team. Javon Quinterly, um, Caleb Mills, Jordan Brown, and um, David Jones. Like I bet you, my just just guessing here. Those are probably also like you know the guys you spent most your money on this off season. That would be <laughs> you know. I would be willing to. I'd be willing to uh, listen and, to that and, argument. And so it's all unfortunate, and ultimately, I don't think it's going to matter. I think what's I think Billy Richmond before this was going to probably pick Kentucky, and my gut tells me he's probably going to end up picking. But Kentucky in the same now. way you're asking, like, does any of this matter? I got to be honest with you. When you ask me, does Memphis being in the top four matter? I go no. <laughs> yeah, like what, yeah. what, what if you if you finish second? What do you get? Yeah, half of him. No, honestly, if I'm Penny Hardaway, I'm trying to just make sure. Like you want to make sure these recruitments end on good terms because like this guy could boomerang Suck back to you, like on on transfer. Like yeah. I mean that's true. Like that's what you, that's that's ultimately what you're looking for here. And so my guess is this will just be remembered as like a, a one-off, unfortunate incident. Probably, probably, uh, you know, Billy Richmond and and Penny aren't going to be grabbing beers anytime soon. But you know, it, it'll be fine. I mean, how many beers were they grabbing before? <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, Paul Young. You just made the list. All right, Jeffrey. He's been making the rounds since his election, and he's been asked uh, a couple different times about this uh, this stadium deal. Our new our, our new mayor elect, um, including uh, earlier today on uh, our old friend uh, Gary Parish's show over at Grind City Media, and uh, 
This is what he said, Jeffrey. Among other things, I'm committed to making sure we do both. He was referencing FedEx Forum and Simmons Bank Bank Liberty Stadium. Um, we must keep the Memphis Grizzlies, and in order for our college to reach our maximum potential, we need to be in a bigger conference. We're going to work with the Grizz, University of Memphis, and the stakeholders to figure out how to get both projects executed. Um, I don't know all the facts right now. I don't know all the budget numbers. I know we have $350 million, but I also know we have to find more money. We have to find creative ways to get those dollars. Um, and then he he emphasized, he was Gary asked him directly, like, will you go back to the state? Um for more money, and he said, I think it has to be on the table. I mean, everything has to be on the table. We have to think about, can we ask for more? Are there different ways the funds could come? Are there bonds that could be issued? There are a lot of different approaches that you can use to try and figure out this capital stack. Um, And um, so he was the latest to talk about it, Jeffrey. Over the past, like, 24 hours, the city council officially accepted the $350 million from the state and put it in a, a bank account with some nice interest rates attached to it um so sam said this morning 5.5 percent interest mm-hmm. first off well one is seven i think it's that's the average it's like two different bank what accounts are they, they put it in okay for the record like if you're putting him into something that yields that kind of return mm-hmm. there is somewhat of a risk like t-bills are not going treasury bills are not going for 5.5 percent Mm-hmm. So, like, is that expected interest? Uh, I don't. I was not at the city the, council here. Was this? So. Are these like maybe you know? Sometimes these financial institutions are willing to like say, "Well, we'll give you this if you if you invest this three fifty here. We'll give yeah. you." Yeah, I'm. Assu- I, I'm assuming. I'm hoping there's some. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to lose any of that three hundred fifty. Right. That, like, <laughs> but, we don't want to go to three hundred fifty. Is already not enough. Very clearly. Right, but. If you're putting it into something that yields that kind of return, it is an investment. An investment is inherently risk. Yeah. I'm not saying it's high risk, mm-hmm. but everyone's just acting like we're going to wake up in January and it's going to be, be 15 million. It's, yeah. it's going to be three, There's 362 five bucks. There yeah, you go. It's going to be like, 362 now. Yeah, we'll see about all that, you know. Um, because if this is a bank account, I need to get my wife on the horn. Yeah, we need to get, we need to get, Correct. what bank is this? Correct. <laughs> um, but. They're beating Vanguard and the S&P 500. But along those lines, especially that last part about the state money, because I do believe um, that's probably the easiest way to solve this. Just like it was the easy way to, you know, just like it felt like getting that 350 was, you know, like this This made it nice and easy, it felt like at the beginning. The, be- the easiest solution to this is to get another infusion of state cash if they're willing to do it. And along those lines, Bill Lee... Governor Bill Lee was in Memphis yesterday and was asked about the stadium stuff because it was going on at city council. And Bill Lee, I thought, gave some pretty encouraging quotes that made it seem like he's, like, okay with uh, with Memphis going back to the state for more money. And sort of, he, you know, his emphasis was, these aren't just stadiums and arenas. These are economic development opportunities for the state. And so... I thought that was actually the of all the things that's been said recently, the fact that it sounds like Bill Lee is okay with Memphis going back to the state. Like, there's not like a we already gave you three hundred fifty million dollars. What more do you want? There's not that, that was not what he you know like his tone was like, 
you know, we need to get – it felt like it was the tone of, I want to get these projects done too, you know? Yeah. And, and like, that's not everything. The state – you still got to get the state legislature on board, but having the governor on board I think is a positive – or having the governor at least open to this – is a positive step. Well, it's we a back, positive step. If we think back to the last time, isn't that where it started? Yeah. Well, ultimately, it gets included in his budget. Yeah. You, the money gets included in his budget, and the the state legislature has to approve the budget. But it sounded to me like we might be getting a little more in Bill Lee's budget next year, which would be, I think, huge for these projects. Now, it also suggests. I know University of Memphis wants to start after the Liberty Bowl this yeah. year, you're not going to get that type of money approved till you go through the legislative session, which is like January through March or whatever. So um, probably unless they want to, de- you know, whatever, whatever they're calling it, decouple them. It's the Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Yeah. Consciously decouple. Yeah, or or now Jada Pinkett Smith and, and Will Smith, Well, no, right? no, no, she's doing the move where she's she, – one of the more fascinating things to me. She's now saying they've been separated correct, for, for seven like years. Seven years, which also makes the slap even weirder. Yeah, like, but well, now also, she, yeah. But also, one of the more fascinating societal watches is aging celebrity, mm-hmm. like holding on at the end because you've been paying attention to Jada Pinkett. She's been willing to like spin eight different stories. Well, she's got a new book coming out. There you go. Yeah, she's okay. got a new book coming out. Um, but nonetheless, so you had. You had all that, and then Jim Strickland spoke as well yesterday uh, during this, I think, after the city council committee here meetings and said um, he, too, you know, it's like his goal to get both these done. Um, but he also, like, opened the door for the first time to, you know, whether it's me or the next mayor, whether it's Paul Young, I want to see this, you know, I want to see a new generation, the next, another generation of Grizzlies here in Memphis, and... He wants to improve Simmons Bank, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium for the University of Memphis and its pursuit of a better conference. Um, and he said he's going to invite Paul Young to now be part of the negotiations, even though he doesn't take office officially until January. So all, all I think, positive in the long term, if you were, like, hoping for, like, like if you were, like, the University of Memphis leaders hoping for some quick resolution – it feels like more and more each day we're trending towards this is going to be a bit more this is going to be a bit more extended than you anticipated um i also but i still think right, we're taking positive steps in getting this done here's my hot take mm-hmm. i'm fine with it taking a little bit longer even a, if you can like if there's actually a chance for you to get like another 100 million dollars from the state or like, something my main 150 thing is, million like you got to go try and do that the biggest risk that you can take right now is saying, go ahead. Like, let's just do this. Let's break it up. And then all of a sudden, you get here a year later, and now you're sitting there going like, whoops. As long as you can tell a good story. Like, it's yes, there is going to be a little bit of egg on your face because you told everyone you're going to start construction on the, on the stadium after the Liberty Bowl. And maybe you don't end up doing that. Right. But you could, as long as you're but going back to the You didn't you have can- to say that. You they were, felt they did a few years ago when they were trying to okay, get in the Big 12. That's, but yeah. Did it work? No, it didn't. So you didn't have to say it. Yeah. No, and ultimately, as long as you can spin it, listen, we're trying to get more money so we can do this right. You know, like, I think you can spin it enough where you can cover yourself a little bit. 
Would you rather get no money or wait and get the most amount of money that you that you could be offered? Yeah. I would so, rather wait. And then with the creative tax stuff that maybe you can get some of it. But like if if you can get more state money, you should go if the fact that Bill Lee sounds open to like listening, you gotta go make the pitch again. You gotta go see if you can get more money from the state. I'll bet the Grizzlies are. <laughs> it's the smart move. If they're good, if there's a chance for more free money, go get the more. Go get more free money. It's not really free. I mean, it's hard. We pay state taxes too, but you know what I mean. Like money without any like sort of attachments. Correct. Cash. Cash <laughs> influx. Just trade cash. Go get that cash. And so uh, I can't we'll, believe we have inflation. <laughs> Listen, just get the projects yes. done. Just get that's all that's all we're thinking about right now. All right, uh, Mikey Williams. You just made the list. So not he, gonna be a tiger. This year. That's for sure. I not uh, that's for sure. I, I yes, I would guess I would say that the this, chances are low. This going to trial is not a good thing. I, I will say it was if you read the like report reporting that happened, like it was it was a preliminary hearing that apparently lasted like the entire day and yesterday he the long and sh- the, the the summary if you will is that a judge there in San Diego has ruled that this should go to trial there's enough basically a preliminary hearing is to determine if there's enough evidence to go to trial and the judge determined in this preliminary hearing that there is enough evidence to go to trial um, according to the San Diego Union Tribune, this is the, this is the, uh, uh, this is one of the paragraphs. The he- preliminary hearing lasted most of the day and involved some dramatic moments, with one witness accusing another of trying to dissuade him from testifying in exchange for payment from Williams. Okay. <laughs> she told me I will get paid. A teen boy testified. She didn't say by whom. She said she was getting a contract from Mikey. Williams' attorney, Mikey's attorney, Troy P. Owen, said in court that the allegations are complete speculation and there's no evidence that Mr. Williams has taken part in any tampering of anything. Um, The deputy district attorney also alerted the judge after a morning recess about gestures and facial expressions from people in the viewing gallery that might intimidate witnesses. All right, so taking what we knew from the previous uh, delay or whatever you call it, Mm -hmm. stay of the hearing, Mm -hmm. New information. Uh, I'm not buying that defense attorney's statement that, uh, well, it was good information for us. It seems quite likely that testimony was the new information. Um, I'm not sure, but it. it if, but the, the best case scenario for Mikey was a plea deal. Yes, or for the judge. The best case scenario is well, the judge goes the charges. dismisses yeah. the charges. But that was that did not, not seem to be that didn't seem likely to yes. begin with. Um, so he now faces – he's facing a maximum of 28 years in prison. Um, so the details that emerged are that on the before, – shortly before midnight on March 27th, five people plus a driver came to Williams' 3,500-square-foot home in a white Tesla Model 3. The visit was prompted by a high school student dating J.J. Taylor, who, by the way, was in court in San Diego yesterday in support of Mikey, the Memphis freshman – um, he was living with Williams at uh, last year. The teen girl said she went inside the house and met with Taylor while the others waited in the car, but that Williams appeared upset they had come and began issuing threats. 
And this is what the girl said. William said we'd leave with bullet holes and we're up in the mountains so no one would be able to save us or help us. He was threatening us with all kinds of threats. I was trying to calm the mood down and so was J.J. And then another witness said Mikey claimed he was going to get his gun. Then Mikey disappeared in the house. Multiple witnesses said they saw Williams emerge from the house with a firearm in his hand as they got in the car to leave. None of the witnesses said they saw Williams discharge a gun. That could be that could be big for him when we get to trial. Unless he's paying off witnesses. <laughs> um, regardless, that could be, uh, um, you know, if there's no, I may, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not actually a lawyer. Um, so his argument is from his lawyer, Mikey's, we have a person around midnight coming to someone's house uninvited with five other individuals and ignoring the warnings to leave. This is Mikey Williams' lawyer defending him. Then when they do decide to leave, the car stops and someone jumps out and starts yelling about killing. Any shots that were fired at that time clearly could have been in self-defense after hearing the words kill coming from any occupant. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. I didn't feel like... I don't, I don't know about... I'll, I'll I th- say this at this hope point. we have a different defense for the trial. I think there's a better chance Mikey goes to prison than he plays for Memphis. He's certainly not going to play this season. So the arraignment is his arraignment is now going to be October twenty fourth, according to I mean, the. What, what do district attorney don't they don't they bat like ninety two percent if it goes to trial? I don't know. I don't know what the percentages are. I, I do know this. According to the San Diego Union Tribune, like their legal experts, if you will, they, they, in their story they wrote it is unlikely this trial is going to start before January. Like this trial will not probably. Given like how scheduling works in that courthouse, this trial is unlikely to start in the year 2023. It's gonna, you know, so he's not playing for Memphis this year, and you know, ultimately, um, it seems increasingly likely, as you pointed out, that you know his concern should be to avoid like major jail Correct. time at this point, not uh, not you know, like in. Ultimately, he's going to have to, in some form or fashion, he's going to have to rehabilitate his basketball career. Um, because, he's going to rehabilitate his life potentially. Yeah, like the whole thing. Like, it, I don't know. It it seems like it's a. It was just a. It, there it, is no way your the, defense attorney wanted this to go to trial. No, like the only good piece of news I read in there was no one actually saw him fire the gun, but I mean, they does, did but say he the, had the gun. But doesn't also the didn't the car in question have bullet holes? I thought that was in the police report. Yes. Um, How'd those get there? <laughs> um, it could have been anyone, I guess. Um, and then there was another witness. Um, she, after previously telling the police and the prosecutor that she saw Williams holding a gun with a red laser moments before the shooting, she was then on the stand and paused for several moments and testified. Yes, I saw a gun, and then paused. I don't know if it was a gun. Asked to explain the conflicting statement, she said she, quote, felt pressure into saying it was Mikey by a sheriff's deputy the day after the incident. Um, so In the red light, what uh, Devontae Pack did? What? Wasn't the red light what the Pacers claimed? Yes, that as well. Uh, yes, you are right. The Tesla had two bullet holes in the trunk yeah. and two in the rear window. Um, so... But they did not ever recover the gun that those bullets came from. So there's enough there where, like, maybe, maybe he can he can like figure out a way. I to mean, I guess get to, to your minimal. point, it is circumstantial. 
But it's the classic, well, if it, he didn't fire it, then who did? No, I know, but like, you know, it might be, you could, it, and if you present it, it you're going to be in a, in front of a sand. It's going to be up to a jury, ultimately. Correct. And you can maybe appeal to, like, this basketball star <laughs> just needs to get his, ba- you know, life back on track. I could see a scenario where he's, like, wriggles free of this still, but it ain't going to be this season. Sounds like there needs to be more witness tampering. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. When we come back, let's talk Major League Baseball uh, playoffs. We got a triple header today, baby. You're listening to the Giannotto and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law not. Did I get a hacky in there? Yeah, hockey. Yeah, hacky. Sorry. A little hacky. 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 Yeah. It was good to get the yeah. Stanley Cup. Se- Although I was sad to see um, excuse me, the NHL season. It was sad to see Barry the Barry Melrose news. news. He's got Parkinson's. He's going to take a step back. I always, you know, like, look, he wasn't like the hockey diehards didn't love him. But, like, he was perfect for, like, ESPN's Let me tell you what, target audience. For a Southern guy that yeah. knows next to nothing about hockey. That was my guy. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I loved I, he was he was great on TV. He seemed for as someone who covered hockey for a while, like, you know, some of these guys, when you meet them, they're like kind of jerks. Like that guy was not like Barry Melrose was like an everyman. He was like he did not act superior to anyone. I always had great that was his problem. Great interactions with him. What that was his problem as a coach. Too too much of a players guy. Yeah, too much of a yeah. players guy. Um uh, I was sad to see that. It's it's odd. Like you know, I I don't I don't really have the the bandwidth to follow the whole NHL anymore. I really only kind of follow the Caps. Yeah, I watch the playoffs. Um, and, and then whatever Jeff tells me about the Sabers. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. The Caps like are starting much later than everyone. Um, I don't think they play till tomorrow. Are they getting a TV spot? Maybe TNT. <sighs> maybe. Oh, excuse me. They don't play till Friday. And yes, it's an ESPN. Yeah. It's like a spe- Pittsburgh. They're 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 putting Crosby versus Ovechkin one last time on uh, ESPN Plus and Hulu. Uh, you want to hear the most depressing stat from last night? What was that Connor Bedard mm-hmm. was 13 days old when Sidney Crosby got drafted? Holy cow! I remember when. T- oh my god! Yeah, that one was like a wow. That's well, depressing. That, does, that does tell you how like uh, it, it, Crosby is like where my hockey journalism yeah. career started. Like he was. Um, his best one, Jack Johnson, who had a long NHL career. I don't know if he's still in the NHL, but like, was his buddy from high school, and I, he was at Michigan. I did like a big story on the two of them 
And, like, it's crazy to think. Like, that was his rookie year. Remember he played with Lemieux and he yeah. lived with Mario Lemieux? Yeah. Um, and now here we are. He's still playing, but uh, it's interesting. Both Pittsburgh and Washington are kind of confronting, like, the same sort of thing. Like, their stars are aging. Um, but they, you know, you don't, you know, you're not going to let Crosby go play no. for someone else. You're not going to let Ovechkin go play for someone else. So, um, all but, right, I got a baseball take for you. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with the, the other sport. Uh, it seems like, uh, Admitted- gets, gets overlooked at Memphis. Admittedly, this is anecdotal. It was somewhat, it was somewhat predictable after we had Monday night, which was great. We had one of the best playoff games I can remember. Like for an NLDS game, that Atlanta Philly game was oh, yeah. awesome. That that I mean that home run by Austin Riley was well, and then the throw like the yeah. the double play. Or excuse me, the not home run the 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 yeah taking away the but the the yeah. home run the was, home run was great. And the then home the, run was very dramatic because he hit it like ten miles in the air. Yeah, it hung in the air forever. Yeah, and you couldn't tell like did he get it? Like he was well, you that series from the get go, you go oh that's going to be the most interesting NLDS series or a division series, and it very clearly is. It's living up to that. Um, and while the Dodgers D backs game didn't have the same like back and forth theatrics. Was it was too. a very competitive, good, it was a good watch. Well, and especially because it was the Diamondbacks sure. putting the Dodgers on the ropes. Correct. And it's like, oh, maybe the Dodgers shouldn't have started the rookie. Like maybe that was, you know what yeah. I mean? So you well, got game three. Okay, but here's the take I have no idea if there's any numbers that back this up. But doesn't it always feel like. AL games are less competitive. Like maybe the series ends, but it feels like I see more seven-one, eight-one AL games than I do NL games. Well, yeah, maybe for whatever reason, and this is this makes me a bad baseball person because I should appreciate every team no matter what. Not having like the Yankees and the Red Sox, like it feels like we're missing in the AL, especially kind of those brand names. So know? the. The Rangers, Astros, the battle for Texas for yeah. the ALCS like, doesn't get you going. Yeah, and like even Rangers, Minnesota. I know it's for, isn't Minnesota technically the former or Rangers used to be in Minnesota, weren't they? Uh, or no, they were the maybe the no, Senators. No, I thought the Washington team. Oh was no, the it's, Rangers. you know what? That's what it is. It's it would be a battle between teams that used to be in Washington. That's yeah. right. The Twins used to be one a uh, one version the of the Senators. Team. And the Rangers used to be one version of the Senators. I can at least get behind the Twins, though, because there's the... Yeah, they're like, they've never... They haven't done yeah. it in so long. Yeah. Thing. I mean, now I'm having, like... I don't have really any affinity. Although, I will say this. You know what's kind of got me back? Like, I'm having to talk myself into the Rangers because it's inevitable. I think they're going to play the Astros, and so it's anybody but the Astros. Mm-hmm. You know what I've kind of gotten in on? This Rangers singing Creed higher, like, is their winning song? Because I started thinking about well, didn't this. The, didn't the Preds do that? Didn't, weren't they into the Creed thing during their – or was that the Titans? One of the Nashville teams during one of their – whether it was this, whether it was the Predators-Stanley Predators. Cup run or that Titans-AFC championship game run recently, one of them had Creed as their thing too. And they even had Scott Stapp come to one of the games. He was available? <laughs> yes. I was thinking about this, though, with – Creed, they've kind of done the full circle, right? Where they were this massive band that was probably at the time one of the biggest bands in rock. Then they became like the original Nickelback where Creed jokes were just like the easy go-to joke. And now it feels like there's kind of, we've gotten back to the end where now everyone's like, 
you know, that was a good band. But everyone goes, that song's pretty good. Yeah, by the way, Creed, uh, yeah, he Scott Stapp sang at an NHL playoff game, Stanley Cup playoff game in uh, 2021. I'm kind of he in, played higher. I'm kind of in on this. That's what that's 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 what the Rangers are using too. Okay. Well, you know, can't get it. I listen, Creed. I'm okay with Creed. No, I was not a Creed saying, hater. I think we've done the. I think we've. I done was the, never a Creed hater though. I was never like a Creed hater. I was okay with them. I think they're now back to where they're properly rated. Like okay, like they were, had they, some hits. Yeah, you know, yeah had some like hits. they were a radio band. Well, well, we got three games. We're about to start in Philly. Game three, Braves Phillies on TBS. Six o'clock, Houston at Minnesota. Game four, Houston with a win will advance to the ALCS yet again. And then Dodgers. Diamondbacks game three at eight o'clock on TBS. Uh, Dodgers looking to uh, avoid elimination, avoid a sweep. Are they throwing Lance? Oh, Is Lance Lynn trying to save the season? Let's see here. I'm clicking on the preview. Yeah, it's yes, Lance Lynn. it's Lance Lynn. Good old Lance Lynn. Um, against I can't pronounce Brandon Fat. Is it that? That's the kid that's from Minneapolis, right? Or like from around there? Oh, he's technically born. No, he's from Louisville. Okay. He's from Kentucky. All right, when we come back, we will tell your story. You're listening to Giannotto and Jeffrey on 92.9 FM ESPN. Hoop City's team. Hoop City's station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies. With all the names and all the games. Al Dominic Kennard, left baseline LaRavia. Towards the lane. Kicks it back for Kennard. Great pass. Kennard's open three is good. Next up. Tomorrow night, the Memphis Grizzlies have preseason game number three against the Hawks. We'll have the pregame after the Gabe Kuhn show at 6 o'clock. The tip at 6.30 with Eric Hasseltine on 92.9. Grizzlies Hoops on the City Station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Warning. The following Zaxby's ad may contain messaging upsetting to Philadelphians. Zaxby's took the iconic Philly sandwich, the quote-unquote perfect Philly sandwich, and made it perfecter by putting fried chicken on it. That's right, fried chicken on a Philly. And while Philadelphia might find it offensive... You can find it at your local Zaxby's. Finally, the Philly done right. Woo, saucy. Zaxby's. What's up, everybody? Nick Costos here with the Sports Betting Minute, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Taking a look at the pro football futures market, team to be the number one seed in the playoffs in the NFC. Undefeated San Francisco is plus 100. Undefeated Philadelphia, plus 175. And then 4-1 Detroit is 10-1. to And I think Detroit's worth a look. Not that Detroit's as good as San Fran or Philly, but look at Detroit's division. Minnesota just lost its star receiver for at least four games. Might trade the quarterback. Green Bay lost on Monday night to Vegas, and Detroit bludgeoned in Green Bay a couple weeks ago, and Chicago is one of the worst teams in the league. The schedule is soft for Detroit. I think Detroit worth a look, 10-1, to 1, number one seed in the NFC. That's it for this Sports Betting Minute, brought to you by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and take your game to the next level with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Visit Frontier Western Store today for new shirts and boots. Frontier is your top Carhartt store in the Mid-South. There's thousands of in-stock shirts and jeans. They have the classic K87 pocket tee in every color they make, including new ones just released. Available small to 4X. Want new jeans? Frontier has you covered with super tough work denim by Carhartt. And you've got to check out their selection of Ariat jeans for men, women, and children. You'll love how easy it is to find the size and style you need. Have you seen Frontier's remodeled, world-famous boot showroom? It continues to expand. 
New styles by area just arrived, plus plenty of in-stock proven classics, too. Whether you need work or dress boots, trust that Frontier's the place to come. See thousands of pairs of Ariat boots and thousands more by Dan Post, Corral, Durango, Rocky, Twisted X, and others. And Frontier's pricing is lower than online and chain stores, so you know just the local shop to visit. Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road in Olive Branch, and on the web at FrontierWesternStore.com. Locally owned and operated since 1967. Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration. Fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Family-owned, Memphis-based Service Master by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people-building business. Service Master by Cornerstone, 901-RESPOND. Klein tools are new at Lowe's. Right now, get the new Klein three-piece Modbox mobile workstation exclusively at Lowe's for just $319.94. Because Lowe's knows tools. Lowe's knows pros. It's time for the Great Haircut Sale at your local Great Clip Salon. Your chance to get a great haircut at an even greater price, just $5.99. And money's not all you'll save at Great Clips. When you use online check-in, you can save time, too. So download our app today and hurry in for the $5.99 Great Haircut Sale at Great Clips. It's going to be great for a limited time at participating salons. The $5.99 Great Haircut Sale runs October 7th through October 13th. Visit our Memphis area salons. All right, Jeffrey, for today's Tell Your Story, we go to the swan song of the IARP. Yes, the IARP is officially no longer... It settled its final case. Yes, no longer part of our lexicon. Um, it settled the Kansas case, and uh, after six years, only took six years. Remember when they announced the, the FBI investigation? Six years since then, uh, Kansas... As everyone else in the who went into the IRP uh, got off relatively light. Hence the end of the IRP. Yes, hence the end of the IRP. Uh, largely, the IRP accepted all of the self-imposed penalties that Kansas ha- had taken on the last couple years. Some recruiting uh, stuff and Bill Self and uh, Curtis Townsend, the assistant, served four-game suspensions. Um, but... Bill Self was and the program were accused of five level one uh, violations when this started. Bill Self, Self ended up getting charged with one level three, <laughs> getting hit with one level, which is like nothing. Um, but Dan Wetzel, the uh, Yahoo columnist, I think summed this up best. NCAA enforcement came after Bill Self, and he responded by winning a national title, securing a lifetime contract, and then convincing them a previously served four-game suspension slash vacation was more than enough. Self has won a lot of games, none by a wider margin than that. I would also argue to tell your story, though, is the NCAA, well, we're still taking that final four back, so Kentucky oh, has more true. final they fours. Did. No, well, yeah. they took the final four back and 16 wins yeah. from the 2017-18 uh, season have been vacated. That means, officially, Kentucky has regained the all-time wins, wins lead yeah. in college basketball history, so... The story continues, but pretty good story by Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks here. Pretty good if you're a Kansas basketball fan. This worked out about as well as anyone could have hoped. So much for this new tough look uh, NCAA. Rest in peace, IRP. 
you, you were too you were too school friendly. Only the good die yeah. young. You were too school friendly. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. My thanks to David Cobb for joining the program. If you missed anything, be up on the podcast shortly after the program ends. For Dennis for Mark, this is Jeffrey Sand. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. The Gabe Kuhn Show is coming up next. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. When you're searching for the perfect piece of recreational property, we hope you think of Mississippi Land Bank. For generations, we've helped people finance the land in North Mississippi that they've always dreamed of owning, whether for hunting or fishing or just to get away. Mississippi Land Bank is here with the financing solutions to meet your needs. We may mean it when we say we're here for you every step of the way because our lenders are landowners hunters and fishermen too so when the sun begins to rise on opening day peeking through the trees just know we're thinking of you too response to the all-new genesis diamonds has been incredible people are loving what we've brought to memphis genesis is a different kind of jewelry store with more jewelry than you've ever seen in one place at prices you never thought possible and genesis is memphis's home for the most sought-after jewelry designers in america thousands of styles from names like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, Kirk Kara, Simon G, Christopher Designs, A. Joffe, and more. Premium designer rings every woman dreams of. Handcrafted rings with intricate detail, extreme craftsmanship, and stunning artistic design. And not just rings. Genesis is home to a world-class selection of timeless and stylish fine jewelry and a killer selection of luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. We can even custom design your dream piece as well. At Genesis, we're here to make your jewelry dreams come true. Discover the Genesis difference. Forever changing how people in Memphis buy diamonds and fine jewelry. Now open at Poplar and Perkins, the official jeweler of the Tennessee Titans. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-330-2929. That's 800-330-2929. 800-330-2929. Discover, this is Danny. Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligible. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 